0: Hi, I'm Ann Hillman with Alaska Public Media's Solutions Desk, a look at what's working to make Alaska communities stronger. This month, we're focusing on wellness. Most people in northwest Alaska grew up eating traditional foods like caribou, seal, and sheafish. But as they aged and moved into long-term care facilities, those foods were no longer regularly available to them because of federal food safety regulations. A team in Kotzebue is changing that. Welcome to the Siglok. Yeah, modern-day Siglok. Siglok is Inupiaq for ice cellar, but this modern one is more than a storage space cut into the permafrost. Cyrus Harris stands in a sterile-looking room with stainless steel sinks and a commercial-grade bandsaw. He's helping fill plastic bags with caribou t-bone steaks, then vacuum sealing them for long-term storage. What we have more abundance of is this caribou. It's our beef. But it's wild. It's a wild game. What he's doing, processing and storing wild foods to give to elders, is nothing new. It's an intrinsic part of Inupiat values, like sharing, respect for elders, and hard work. It's where he's doing it, and how, that matters. Of course, up here I got some trout, trout, arctic char, salmon, or, or whatever you want to call it, I got it up here. The Sikluk is a small, white, old wood shop that was converted into a meat processing and cold storage facility in 2015 by the Manilak Association, which provides health care and other services in the Northwest Arctic region. It was built to solve a very specific problem. Federal laws prohibited them from serving traditional foods like caribou and moose to elders in the long-term care facility. The laws were put in place to make sure the meat wouldn't make anyone sick. But Cyrus, who grew up in the region and runs the SIGLUK and other programs, says denying the elders consistent access to foods they grew up with wasn't healthy. There's a big gap missing somewhere on, along the line. If I were at a setting and the foods that I were, was raised with, um, I was restricted from eating. Something's not adding up there. Donating traditional foods to schools and other organizations has been legal for years according to state law. But you couldn't give them to federally licensed facilities, like long-term care centers. Then, in 2014, the federal government legalized it too. Sort of. There aren't federal food safety laws for things like moose or whale, so the meat couldn't be certified. After months of back and forth, a team from Manilak, including environmental health manager Chris Dankmeyer, sat down with the state and the feds and figured out legal workarounds. Yeah, they just talked it through. They just want to see the steps that are taken to make sure things are safe um, for the people that are going to be eating it. So, you know, it, it wasn't very difficult. Once we knew, well, it's the state code and let's, let's get them on board with With what we're trying to do and they were very supportive of all that. It wasn't very difficult." And that was that. It helped pave the way for traditional food programs at healthcare facilities around the state, including Nome, Anchorage, and now Southeast Alaska. Some accept food straight into the kitchen. Others send meats to licensed butchering facilities. In Kotzebue, Cyrus runs the only processing facility of its kind in the state. He inspects every animal that is brought in and asks questions about how it was harvested, though he and his hunting partners bring in most of the donations. The animals are chopped up into usable pieces, vacuum-packed, and neatly labeled. Back in the freezer at the Sieglook, Brittany Anderson, who works with the CDC and helps Cyrus, explains the labels are another necessary step to make sure the elders are cared for. If it is a foodborne outbreak, we can contain it without it getting worse and worse and worse. Which is at least not going to happen, you know, okay. because all our stuff is good, but we're following through with what we could to uh, be along with the regulatory. Yeah, best practices. Best practices, Which we yeah. do, good. but this yeah. is <laughs> yeah. documenting. And because they're following the best practices, elders like Richard Hensley have access to the foods they've grown up with, he laughs easily as he rolls around in his wheelchair, showing off his fishing hooks. Always ready to go ice fishing, he says he can keep doing that because of one thing. Well, if we didn't have no traditional food, I don't know how I'd I don't know how I'd be, how I'd be getting around. <laughs> he says without the traditional foods and Cyrus, he wouldn't be alive. Want to hear more Solutions Desk stories? Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts are found. You can also find more stories on alaskapublic.org slash solutions. Thanks for listening. I'm Ann Hillman with the Solutions Desk.